Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Be honest. Are you completely obsessed with your shoes? Have you been known to talk about your shoes to friends, family, and people in line at the grocery store? If not, then you probably don't have Rothy's. Because when you have shoes that are comfortable, washable, and come in tons of styles and colorways, obsession is basically mandatory. Just ask the millions of women who wear Rothy's every single day. You may have heard of the point and the flat from Rothy's, but they also make insanely comfortable sneakers, loafers, ankle boots, and more. Plus, every single Rothy's product is made with sustainable materials, like plastic water bottles and marine plastic, So not only are they comfortable, washable, wear everywhere shoes that look great on your feet, they're great for the planet too. Step up your shoes and accessories this spring and get ready to be asked, are those Rothy's? And for a limited time, you can get $20 off your first purchase when you go to rothys.com slash comfort. That's $20 off at rothys.com slash comfort. Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. Goldilocks Productions presents Enlightening Conversations with Pam Silver Eagle. Greetings, everyone. We bring you peace. We bring in the energies of oneness. And we welcome all who feel called to join us, who are gathering with us now, and all those who gather with us at whatever time they are called to join in. And so I have uh, invited my sac- one of my sacred sisters, Joanne Gall, back on uh, the perch with you here today. Uh, if, you, uh, if you missed it, we were on together, I think two weeks ago on the perch, talked a lot about our uh, secret mission together, how, how we came together, and some of the amazing work we're doing here in the uh, up in this uh, area of Pennsylvania, Northwestern PA, uh, really 
the border of Ohio and into New York State. And uh, I'm going to have Joanne introduce herself and share with you some of her amazing uh, gifts that she has flowing through her and and how we've uh, yeah and how we've combined our our gifts to to do this work together. Peacemakers, the peacemakers. Peacemakers. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, my name is Joanne, and uh, I've been uh, I've been awake and uh, on my journey. Uh, since about uh, 2012, I think is when things really started happening. Mm. And um, I'm I'm an Earth goddess. I I do a lot of uh, healing ceremonies for the planet. I use crystals. Uh, I use uh, color frequencies, um, and I do I do clearings using uh, violet flame energy. I do a lot of clearings and transmuting of energies. Um, that are uh, in our earth, uh, in the in the meridians and the uh, you know the the ley lines of the planet, and uh, so I I just go wherever I'm directed to go. I get guidance from the angels, the ascended masters, um, uh, Jesus, Mary Magdalene, you know many many different beings, the angelic, um, the celestial white beings. Um, just uh, and uh, Native American spirits as well. Um, so I just uh, follow my guidance and uh, have a lot of fun while I'm doing it. And I've been brought together with Pam and many other goddesses to do this work. And uh, we have fun. <laughs> Indeed, we do. We have we've, we're having some amazing adventures and. Uh, for those of you who may be uh, first on the perch, uh, this is, could be your first time. This is um, this is my my sacred offering space every Tuesday at one, and I am Pam Silver Eagle. And uh, of course, you can read the descriptions. Uh, but real is a quick uh, little little note. I am a sacred warrior of peace. So the Rainbow Warriors, we've come back. We've come back to. Uh, at this powerful time of great awakening and this great shift to help co-create uh, a heart-centered, unity-filled uh, civilization. And a big part of that is recognizing the great law and this great web of life that we all are living on. Earth Mother is hosting us as our, mm -hmm. our loved mother, our home. And so... Um, many of us have been indigenous, and uh, Joanne and I have come to realize that um, we have been together, our family members as well, mm -hmm. uh, in, other, in another lifetime, at least one other lifetime, as part of this great, um, the great people up here in this region, of, um, the Hudonasani. Help me out with that. that that's, yeah, we're, we we want to we want to just be really Haudenosaunee. We we're learning too. It's like we are, and you know that's one of the first the things I said on my very first show is you will always have organic with me, and so <laughs> uh, likely those I am journeying with because we are heart centered, yeah. and you know, we are yeah. always all of us continue to learn as. Part of what I was introducing myself is this great rainbow warrior. I am a way shower. I am a very gifted healer. I too work with, uh, I'm a conduit for the, the rainbow frequencies and an anchor. So 
I have a very deep, passionate soul uh, contract with everybody. And I, I also want to say, because on the School Deluxe Productions, we are grateful for this platform and for Tiffany. Yes. Needed this and through her guidance and um, has been working diligently and passionately to create this one when there's so much other uh, uh, obstacles with perhaps other social media platforms. So, um, you know, we are both working off, or at least I am, off my cell phone. So I cannot see as much when we have the people here on the perch with us as you're giving, leaving comments. Uh, but I always go back. And I try to comment after the show, uh, get back to each one. We appreciate everyone who is, again, on board with us here on, 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 in the loft, in the tree, and the branches with this great tree of life. And um, I, we, neither one of us will be doing any personal meetings today. We are here bringing uh, teachings and sharing in a very organic way our, you know, our walk of the Red Road and how we are here helping Earth Mother to heal these energies of the traumas that uh, humanity has, uh, you know, experienced. Uh, mm -hmm. Each of them really clear that we're doing this work within. We are also helping to clear lineage and karma stuff with our family members, even our family members within this lifetime, mm -hmm. as uh, the clearings for all humanity, from all the injustices. And there certainly has been much injustice and we are turning this page and we are all beginning a new cycle as we are consciously co-creating this new earth and uh, so that's where so many um, you know many of us are coming together again we speak this often with those who we really resonate with from the heart center and many journeyed with other lifetimes mm -hmm. perhaps uh, on the last show Joanne and I had also shared that uh, you know in past lifetimes could be that we were up to some shenanigans that wasn't so good and that yeah. so much as the peacemakers so yes Joanne, do want, yeah. yeah do you want to add anything to that we we've had a few aha moments and some laughs about that well i believe we've all you know played uh so many so many roles and uh you know it wasn't always good there were <laughs> there were some very negative things that you know and i i know for myself you know i've been part of killing other people or in the wars and whatever, whatever. Um, but it's important that now we just, all of these things come up and we just transmute all of it. Any, yes. any discordant energy that no longer serves us, whether it's uh, from a past life, our present life. Um, it's when it, it's, when it comes up, just, you know, ask it to be transmuted and taken to the light return to you as the golden as the golden uh consciousness the god consciousness and and in the planet too you know all of these all of these areas where there were wars or any kind of killing or murder or anything um it it went into mother earth and so uh, she's in her process and we're in the same process with her and we're clearing and transmuting together mm -hmm. And uh, Joanne had mentioned earlier, and again, if you someone who tune into to, uh, my offerings on Tuesdays on a regular basis, you'll know that I, too, work with the Ascended Masters, the Angelic Realms. Certainly, um, you know, we 
we've been working with uh, many, many of us who've awakened and re-remembered uh, why we've come back this lifetime working with sacred tools, so many different sacred tools. And the, the sacred flames um, are one of those great gifts. They are the, the rays of God. And once we study them, um, the ascended masters are so there to help us gain our mastery and to help us with our soul missions. And, you know, these are very real rays. And when we set the intention, which I also speak of often, it's so important, you know, when we're sending out prayers uh, or doing ceremony or working with these sacred tools, whatever they may be, that we set the intention and um, work from there. And, and we helpers and you know again we all because of our um our many many incarnations we all live differently with different helpers but what all the other thing i've shared is sometimes there's many different names for the same helpers and i'm uh, finding that to be true and so much fun um hearing blue jay call out now and i uh, joy because there's real relevance is um one of the sacred rays is the ray of God, um, the blue ray. It's the ray of truth, and it is the will of God. And uh, Jay is speaking also French, right? So yeah. I'm clear and singing as it grabs a peanut or two from the peanut feeder over here was with the bird feeders up in the yard. But, uh, you know, that also speaks to this great oneness of this great web of life that we live in, on and uh, amongst this is the unity consciousness where we coexist and we recognize that the messengers come in all forms. And so that beautiful blue jay uh, was just perfect timing. And of course, uh, no coincidence, all synchronicity. And um, you know, that's, that's how we roll. And once we open up to that world and that understanding, we can navigate uh, more uh, and in more of a flow instead of resistance. And we, we manifest because we're powerful manifestors and we co-create uh, all from the, again, this heart center, which is the divine sacred union within self. Okay. The balance many have been talking about, and we're, we're moving through a uh, big time. If you haven't checked out Reverend Lee Chapin's offering from yesterday, uh, go into the archives there on Goldilocks production or check out Lee Chapin's uh, website or Facebook page. And, um, you know, you we're all talking about these the same things, this great awareness of you know, this new cycle. And we just crossed through this huge weekend and the energies coming in are helping us to move forward. It's important to set intention. So uh, if I may, we would we've got a lot to share about some of this work that we've been uh, talking about that we've done together and uh, i'm gonna uh joanne and i were talking a little while ago before we came on the air and we decided a good way to really bring people into an awareness of the base of what we're talking about the, the teachings of the great peacemaker is to uh read you know what we know to be the uh the truth of what the original people as they teach it as they as they it's been passed down to the ancestors and uh, we'll get you on board in case you've never heard of the, the great peacemaker with the story. And uh, we'll go from there. So, Joanne, whenever you're ready. Okay. So I, I'm just going to read you um, a little explanation of uh, the peacemakers. Over a thousand years ago on the shores of Onondaga Lake in present day central New York, democracy was born. The Seneca, Cayuga, 
Onondaga, Oneida, and the Mohawk people had been warring against each other and there was great bloodshed. These people, the five nations, had forgotten their ways and their, their actions saddened the creator. The creator sent a messenger to the people so that the five nations could live in peace. The messenger is referred to as the peacemaker. The peacemaker carried the powerful words of peace to the five nations. The peacemaker traveled in a stone canoe to show to these troubled people that his words are true. In order for the creator's message to spread, the peacemaker sought out the warring leaders of the people of the five nations. In searching for these people, the peacemaker came upon a woman. This woman had no alliances, but did provide shelter and food for the men as they passed to, as they passed to war upon each other. The peacemaker told her about the message and that her actions were also saddening the creator. After listening to the message, she agreed to follow the message. The peacemaker set aside a special duty for the women of the five nations, the clan mothers. The peacemaker then traveled to all of the nations, spreading his word of peace. One of the most feared men of the five nations was the Onondaga man, man named Tadaho. Tadaho was said to be so evil that his body was twisted and snakes grew from his head. The peacemaker's message had begun to spread and was changing the minds of the people. One of the people who had accepted the good words of the creator and decided to help the peacemaker was Hiawatha. Tadaho was determined to stop his message of peace, to stop this message of peace. So determined was he, so determined that he killed Hiawatha's daughter. Grief-stricken, Hiawatha was no longer able to spread the creator's words with the peacemaker. While grieving, Hiawatha found words that would help console others who, who lost loved ones. He devised a method to remember these words by stringing purple and white fresh water clamshells together on strings. Hence, the first wampum was made. Once Hiawatha's mind was clear, he and the peacemaker were able to confront Tadaho again. The message of peace was unstoppable. This time, they had the support of 49 other leaders from all of the five nations. It is at this point when they combined, they, they, excuse me, they combed the snakes from Tadaho's hair and he accepted creator's message and became the 50th chief. They symbolized this union of peace by uprooting a great white pine tree and they threw their weapons of war into the hole as a mighty stream washed away their weapons of war. They replanted the tree and the peacemaker placed an eagle on top to warn the Haudenosaunee people. These are the people of the longhouse um, of any dangers to this great peace. The Hiawatha wampum belt was made to record the event of the five nations joining together in peace. Each nation, each nation is represented with the Onondaga symbol, with the Onondagas symbolized in the great white tree of peace. After the tree was replanted, the peacemaker 
stated the following words. Under the shade of this tree of peace, there, there shall you sit and watch the fire of the League of Five Nations. Roots have spread out from the tree of great peace. These are the great white roots, and their nature is peace and strength. If any man or any nation shall obey the laws of peace, they may trace back to the roots of the tree. They shall be welcome to take shelter beneath the great evergreen tree. The peacemaker had spread the words of the creator. This has been forever known as the great law. The peacemaker had also showed the new Haudenosaunee people how to continue this process after a leader has fallen. He bestowed the power to select the leaders to the women, namely the clan mother. It is the responsibility of the women to look over the people to see who would make a good leader. Together, the chief and the clan mother work together for the people. The titles of these first 50 chiefs have been preserved by the clan mothers as she is responsible for ensuring that the title continues to be used wisely. This process of selecting chiefs has continued at Onondaga for countless centuries and still continues today. Thank you for delivering that story to us more than a story. It's, um, you know, it is the structure, the pillar on which uh, really our current, what we call the United States, which is known as Turtle Island, you know, is to be formed. Uh, the forefathers of the intrusion of the Europeans, you know, they, after they arrived and they heard of this way, the great law that the Haudenosaunee and, um, you know, the other, uh, you know, many other nations really were following from the ancestry of, of their spiritual wisdom being passed down from the star nations and, and so forth and earth mother on how to be. And so the original intent, so they said, was the intention to create the new law for the, the new people that have arrived as their structure of government. And so what we know as the U.S. Constitution was supposed to be in pattern with this great law. Yeah. And things went awry as we, most of us realize. And so to this day, you know, it, it's, it's been coming, this, this way of shifting within and without our own selves. How do we choose to be in the world? We are in the midst of it. We are in the midst of it now. And, you know, we have been spending this, last however many months of global reset. I refer to it also as the spiritual global retreat because it's given us all a chance to pause and get really clear. And as revelations continue to surface, we get to stand, make a choice to stand in our power, our not power of force, but power of sovereignty, our sovereign selves, 
and really ask from each person has to ask from within what is in alignment with your heart that needs to be the guiding compass and from there you know then we can be set on the right path and we have many different paths however those that are heart-centered those who are of the uh, unity consciousness oneness those paths all come together and you know that's what's happening in our society and you know we all have choices to make and you know we've we've watched all the the current shenanigans play out for months now and uh you know people I've talked about even on my uh, my shows on Tuesday that you know we have to kind of honor each other and, and each other's beliefs and whatever their truth is at the time. And yet, those of us who are really clear that we've come back to co-create this new earth, you know, it has to be from a place of love, like in the most immense love of source, divine love, we could call it. Uh, and in order to get there, we have to do the work. Each of us has to do our own internal work. So within as without. And we talked about earlier in the show, we've had to strip away so much uh, karma, so much wounding, so much pain uh, that we have endured ourselves, each of us, but that we have also caused others mm -hmm. this lifetime and beyond. And it's... It's intense. You know, this is an intense time, but we are, you know, we are receiving so much assistance from all of our divine helpers. We'll put it that way, because there's so many. And we, you know, we talked about some of, of those that we work with at the beginning of the show. But, you know, back to this great, uh, this the wampum belt and this intention. And, um, you know, Joanne and I, I know I can speak for myself, and I have mentioned this before on my on the perch, is that I've known for most of this lifetime that there was a deep connection with the, you know, indigenous ways of this land. And originally I thought it was the culture was, oh, it's exciting, it's interesting. But as I began to have my awakening, I recognized that it was so much deeper than that for me. And I let that be my guide, the indigenous ways of my indigenous soul lead me um, through all the different cycles and many, many, many times rising up from the ashes uh, to get to where I am now so that I can, you know, do what I'm here to do with my soul mission. Um, you know, and, and we, we all, each of us continue to learn and we continue to expand. There's uh, there's, we never stop. However, you know, this is time to get really clear on how, how we are to be, how we are going to be, and, you know, what we are co-creating. And so, uh, Joanne and I, we were introduced through Lee Chapin, Rev. Lee Chapin, so we're grateful, and we always give a shout out to, to our sister Lee, and, um, and we talked, if you can always go back and archive our show from the other week. We talked pretty extensively about some of our work with, and Lee was up here with us for a weekend in this region. And uh, Lee and Joanne actually did some work together before I met up with them up in New York State. But uh, we also then talked a little bit about Joanne and I. Uh, I was up in New York State 
up in this uh, this beautiful land of the Seneca um, a few weeks ago, and then up in um, the whole region up up around the uh, beautiful uh, Letchworth State Park. Okay. And you know, we just we follow our guidance, and so some of this, you know, some of the indigenous culture and the names you hear us and we spoke a few moments ago about we're learning and we're I'd say re-remembering because you know you know when something resonates or even from a long long time ago uh it it lights us up and so that's how it's been on our journeys and we work really well together at sharing our sacred gifts we put pieces of puzzle together we have these great aha Sometimes, many times we both the same download, however it comes, and we look at each other and go, Wah! so that's <laughs> child, that's that's the fun part of it now, you know. And um, so, Joanne, let's maybe then take it to um, kind of looking at the timeline here. Let's talk with the folks about uh, how we came together a couple weeks and back to this uh, this this great uh, teaching from the peacemaker and a man familiar with uh, and let's pick up and talk about our journey on that very sacred Saturday which was two Saturdays ago yeah important. we were we were directed to go to uh, Onondaga Lake where uh, the peacemaker tree was planted at the north end of the lake and we were on a mission to just uh, go and uh, to try and um, um, reignite or, or bring forth uh, the, the true intentions of, um, of the peacemaker and for the whole planet. And uh, so we were, we did some, uh, uh, we brought a seedling, we brought a seedling with us from a great white pine from so uh, which, this area. And if, and, if if in case anyone missed it, as Joanne was just reading a few moments ago about the story, um, that it was the great pine, the uh, white pine that was planted as the peace tree. So it's right. significant. And we had found, uh, I think the day before, whatever, we found all these beautiful seedlings. And again, we talked about it on our last episode. Uh, and we knew we were getting the downloads then that right. to go to the Onondaga Lake and um, to the to the where the the peace tree was originally planted, and again with intention and ceremony. Right. And, but we, you know, Joanne was reading up on the history. Again, she's right up in those parts, and you know what we she read was that the original peace tree is no no longer standing. And I think you said that they had tried planting. Uh, one yeah, several several were planted, but because of the pollution, I mean, Onondaga Lake was. Uh, once known as the most polluted lake um, in the United States, and I think maybe even in the world, and they've been working on cleaning it up, and it's been a it's been a group effort with the with the indigenous people involved, many many different peoples and groups involved, and there's been much improvement, um, and uh, you know that continues to this day. Um, but in the past, there much uh, you know much destruction happened there in, in the pollution of the land. Um, and one of the things we talk about too, that we're really clear on is when we, you know, there's the, the harmful modern day between the chemicals and all the waste and the toxins that we've been putting into this 
sacred waters and not a sacred way. I talk about way of beingness. You know, this is all part of, of what we're changing now, but we're also very well aware of energetically. And uh, Joanne, maybe you can um, mention too how the insight on the ley line up there and how, again, this is not just for the territory that we're working in, but because it was such a significant area, uh, historically, yes, but also uh, the uh, the people up here, the original, um, they all, you know, the the Europeans referred to them as the Iroquois nation, and they, that's not their so right. who got so they um where was I going with that oh they recognize of course this is up in the Finger Lake region of New York State those of you who are right. familiar with that territory and they recognize that area as the it's it's the soul of Earth Mother right 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 in uh in in some information that uh you know um we came across about the whole uh, area. And uh, I want to just read this to you. Um, there are many scars that remain as a testament to the previous violence and pillaging of the land. And then history shows that, that what, was, what has transpired on Onondaga Lake and its environs has affected America and the rest of the world. I believe that this is true since Gaia's soul resides in the greater upstate area and resonates around America and the world. I believe that since Onondaga Lake is the most polluted lake in the world, that consciousness is contributing to make pollution that and global warming the biggest threats to our world. Just like all the positive initiatives such as democracy that were planted there, took seeds around the world so does negative contagion such as pollution so this is a it's a key area um because it um you know new york state and this area was the birthplace of democracy um and so the the the, uh things that transpired there have had an effect on on the whole planet and uh you know I really believe that it is time that um, people learn about the uh, indigenous uh, people of the United States because they are they are the true stewards of the earth, and they mm-hmm. have a lot to teach us about uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. And um, we really need to pay attention to this now because uh, this is what we're supposed to be doing. We are stewards of the earth, and. Uh, one of our main missions is to uh, live in peace and harmony on this planet with all people and take care of the planet, the water, the air, the land, all of it. And mm-hmm. our indigenous brothers and sisters, um, they know, they've known this. That's how they live. That's how they lived. And their legacy needs to um, be brought forward and their teachings need to be brought forward. And um, that's what Pam and I are trying to do. We're, you know, we've been doing ceremony with the, with the earth um, to clear, you know, these uh, discordant energies um, that, are, that have been there. It's time for all of us to wake up and remember that we are stewards of the earth. And I highly recommend that, you know, people who are listening, you start doing some research. 
Um, the, the Onondaga people have, there's a website, um, as do the Senecas, the Oneidas, the Mohawks, all of them. And uh, especially people that live in New York State. This is so important for you to know, um, you know, the history, the true history. There are things that we were told that, I mean, there was just one small portion in fourth grade of New York State history, and it didn't even touch on, there's so much information that um, it needs to come out now and the truth about things and the teachings of the indigenous people. So that's, uh, that's what I'm being driven to do. And, uh, so we went to the, we went to Onondaga and, uh, we were guided to go, uh, we were walking along the lake and, uh, not anywhere near the peace tree, but Let's, we were guided. Uh, yeah, real quick. We, we, it took us a little while to figure out because of the whole, uh, restrictions with COVID as far as where yeah. we park and then we had conversation because we realized that the place the point that we figured we needed to get to was quite a walk down the lake and it was a hot day how how far okay and it was a hot day and we were you know i mean which two miles may not seem like a lot but we were packing a lot of stuff we had all of our sacred tools and so forth and um so we conversation and and you know, Joanne thought, well, maybe we could find a parking lot down there a little bit closer. And I, I said, no, I said, I'm feeling really strongly. I said, we're, supposed, we're meant to walk this. And I yes. said, you know, yeah. and she said, yeah, we, you know, we can, we, we're good with walking it. So we did. And, um, you know, I, I could speak for myself, but we were sharing along the walk, of course, um, sometimes in, in silence and just taking everything in and listening to guidance and sometimes uh, sharing and I, I was having visions as I was walking after we were out there a while and uh, you know I, was, I, I thought to myself I was kind of laughing because I thought gosh it's hot and those of you that know me know I'm an outdoor person and uh, you know I taught outside in the uh, elements of Florida for almost 30 years it was my classroom and uh, I typically spend my days when I as much outside as I can from morning to sunset it is where I am most at home and so, you know, it's not that I'm not used to being outside. It was hot. And I thought I had some shoes on that I wouldn't probably typically wear for that sort of a hike. But nevertheless, <laughs> it's what I had on that day. And uh, I, I was kind of like, I was thinking, man, it, it's hot. And um, and then I was hearing, oh, this is nothing compared to the long walk. And then I was having these visions. And I realized, of course, referring to the Trail of Tears. And I didn't, I don't think I really spoke it at the time because I was answering my conversation and I, I to myself and whoever was tuning in with me and I said mm, yes I said it's not as bad as the long walk I remember and then Joanne and I yeah. talked about it later and she was having the same sort of experience and then we won't yeah. go away now I hope we remember to speak it but we'll talk about later why that was necessary as part of our whole day of ceremony on this sacred walk on that Saturday. So it's, we, uh, there we are, we're hiking down the lake and um, uh, we happened to, I don't know. We, we both were, looked over at this tree at the same time. It was like, like that. it just caught our attention. <laughs> and uh, I said, uh, we need to go to that tree, Pam. She said the same thing. She's like, yeah, we need, we need to go over there. 
it's calling us. And uh, so we, we both went over and uh, Pam started playing her flute and um, honoring, uh, you know, each direction, north, south, east, west, doing whatever she was guided to do. And, um, oh, I also, right before, um, I just wanted to mention, um, soon after we left the parking lot and we're walking along the lake, an eagle flew over. The first eagle flew over. And then we took, uh, we might we might have walked just a, a little bit farther and I look over the lake uh, to the to the left, and here come these other two birds. And I said, "Pam, I think those two those are those are eagles. Those are two more eagles." And uh, so, and sure enough, as they got closer, and so they were they flew over too. That they were just leading us, uh, you know, down the path to where we needed powerful. to go. You know, and I I don't ever take it for granted, but it's interesting. Uh, in the you know, on my own journeys. Uh, up here and for the months I've been in the uh, northwest Pennsylvania uh, area working around Lake Erie and uh, helping to heal the land here and traumas here uh, and then after Joanne and I met and started talking she was sharing the same and we you know we were seeing a lot of the similar totems and you know we the eagle has been guiding us leading us and of course you know, when you have a training of eagles, it's pretty special. And then if you remember back to what Joanne spoke when she was given the story of the, the, the peace tree, it was the bald eagle, the great eagle that was adorned on top of that tree uh, by the indigenous people to, you know, to really set that as the, the totem, as the symbol of uh, freedom. But also I see it as the eagle eye, the one, you know, the creator's eye that watches over all. And so I believe that, you know, it is part of what we're experiencing now as humanity, that there's been so much undercover and so many untruths and um, a lot of wrong, wrongdoings throughout the history of time. And mm-hmm. you know, this is a time of great, what I call true justice, is these revelations mm-hmm. up and in the humanness, it's hard to sort out, you know, what may be true and what may not be true with all the shenanigans that's going on. However, uh, the divine knows and nothing escapes the watchful eye of creator of great spirit. And so, you know, <laughs> it is, it is wise to make amends and to, uh, to be, to be walking in your truth from a heart centered space for all of us, because uh, nothing goes unchecked by you know, the divine. And that's, you know, that's where we're at. So as we, we, we were here that this tree, and again, as Joanne said, I was honoring with sending up prayers with flute. We honored the directions, and Joanne went into action and, and placing her crystals, and I'll let her speak more to that in just a second. But I was, uh, you know, um, feeling, we were both feeling the energy of this, this beautiful tree. And um, at some point, I looked down, and I said to Joanne, I said, it was a maple tree, right? Joanne, it was a, uh, the uh, silver maple? Is that yeah, right? the, the tree that we went to was a silver maple. Silver maple. And, you know, we were in search of this, oh, however huh? we felt guided to this, the, what we thought would be the original spot of this original white pine, which is the peace tree, tree of peace. And um, so I looked down at this maple tree and, there in the roots and folded in the, in the roots. Roots bark is 
I was still going, what? Because we looked yeah. and there's this beautiful, just seedling of a white pine. Of a white pine. Of a white pine. Of a white pine, pine growing white out pine of this. Yeah. Being growing at the base of this tree. This maple <laughs> tree. Yeah. And so we went. <laughs> we knew this was very special. We could feel it. You know, yeah. more than when we could, we knew. And so then uh, Joanne, yeah, you can, you know, because you, you do this beautiful work with the crystals. Uh, so you can talk about the crystals again and where they came from and what you were doing, setting your intention as you were setting that up while I was doing my thing. Well, I was I was placing crystals uh, from um, Hot Springs, Arkansas, um, around the tree, um, and uh, I was being guided to establish um, four great uh, crystalline pillars of light, um, one to the north, one to the south, one to the east, one to the west, around the lake, around the lake, and uh, and those those pillars would. Uh, you know, help the healing, help the healing of the planet and go down into the ley lines. Um, I sent them in the, you know, the roots of the trees into the water, into the, down to the, the, the heart of mother earth uh, to clear and cleanse and uh, uh, bring those waters back to pristine uh, conditions uh, to bring the land back, you know, uh, clear the pollution all of those energies uh, from from the factories that were around that lake at one time, um, and the salt mine. There was a salt mine nearby, and uh, so that that was my intention with mm -hmm. uh, these wonderful crystal pillars. So it was yeah. Uh, so between the crystal pillars and the prayers we were sending up, and then remember we were had toted in. And a, a number of these beautiful seedlings of white pine seedlings. So, uh, and of course, honored with some sacred feathers that have come, some significant feathers. Yeah. Oh, and we, yeah, we did uh, just did this beautiful ceremony and, and left gifts and, and honored hmm. all the people that have come before us um, and, uh, you know, Mother Earth and. It was it was very it was very sacred and so. and for all those who were you know it's always fun to watch that uh, you know the people that get drawn to what we're doing whether we're you know just setting up the sacred casting the sacred circle or the sacred space or if we're in the midst of our ceremony um, people that come and you know most of the time, some just seemingly a little curious, but most of the time it's those who are awakened and feeling the energy, seeing whatever it is they're seeing and just mostly feeling it in the heart center. And, uh, you know, so that was part of the intention is that anyone that comes and for everyone and anyone who was within the range of being able to feel the, the peace, the tranquility, the love, uh, the harmony that we were anchoring in right. and using the violet flame and some mm -hmm. sacred symbols and uh, the purification and Serapis Bay was uh, invoked and for St. Germain and uh, just, this, again, the ascended masters and we were working with, we won't go into it too much. Uh, we talked about that a little bit, but uh, totally being guided by uh, Archangel Metatron and some mm -hmm. of the other archangels 
So we were already preparing as we were riding up there with some the sound frequencies and the toning. Yeah. So the universal you know, you know, archangels. The, the universal the universal archangels are are known by their their tone. And um, so we were toning on the on the way up there and bringing in that intention with us. Um, so they they were helping us again. Each one has a specific purpose with um, raising the frequency and and then clearing things and then them bringing in the, the highest frequency to maintain balance and peace and harmony. And yeah, it was uh, it was very it was a lot of fun. It was very exciting. So after we completed that, we decided to uh, set off down the lake because we were still yeah. in search of this original spot of the, like the rest of the way. Know. Try and find, um, you know, the peace tree. And we, at, when we went up there, we got uh, we got guided to also go into the water. And again, work on the water, bring blessings to the water. And, and Pam, uh, you know, played more flute. And um, I, again, worked with uh, the crystalline uh, energies and uh, brought them down into the water to clear. And uh, it was, and then we, we finally did find uh, what we think is the peace tree. Well, uh, and, and, and we, we did a special ceremony there. Yeah, and what we... Uh, we we stood over when when Joanne was just referring to the work we were doing with the water. Uh, I was, um, you know, as we were walking up the lake, not so bad, but that place we ended up, and there was a lot of people there that day in the mm -hmm. park. There was you a know, lot of people. So we were there on the water's edge, or you know, standing in the water, but it was really dirty. The shore was filled with litter, and mm -hmm. uh, for those of you who've been around enough enough sunsets and sun uh, sunrises and sunsets you remember the commercial of the i forget this is russell Crowe. i can't remember the native american remember the commercial and they had a, a tear coming down from the oh, native american yeah. and it was the litter like don't pollute even way back yes. in the day yes. that's what i was feeling not even seeing but feeling in my from my own soul is just we know better people exactly. we know better and yet exactly you know, it's it's a it's a matter of disrespect, and and in this disrespect and disconnect to Earth Mother, you know, this is the type type of actions and the you know the laziness and the uh, lower consciousness to no consciousness of people, of convenience, and so yeah. you know, as as we spend more time out on Earth Mother these days, and uh, I believe it helps people to reconnect to her, and so to then to establish or we remember the great respect that we ought to have for mother our beloved mother and uh you know she is our she's hosting us and exactly so uh we found this space joanne actually walked about as i was still at the water's edge and she yelled over to me and said hey I, this space feels kind of special so whether or not it was truly and, and we Part of our ongoing adventure, we plan on finding out, you know, where that yeah. spot is. But we <laughs> we held this particular spot that we felt represented the uh, for us and for our intentions the original space of the original tree of peace, and we did a, a big clearing there as well. And mm -hmm. if you haven't seen the, my promos that I put out for our our show today, our share today, then you can uh, take a look at my Pam Silver Eagle Facebook page. 
and I've got some really cool pictures from this very day, this adventure, this journey, this sacred day that uh, we journeyed together. You can take a look at those pictures and uh, you'll have some good visual to uh, to connect with our words and uh, what you're feeling in our heart, your heart from our heart of, of this share. But uh, so Joanne, it looks like we've got maybe, you know, just about 11 minutes left. Um, when we completed, you know, the ceremony there at the tree, and I did put again some pictures of both of us standing on what is left, just all that's left of this space is uh, it's actually, you know, it's, it's sitting now current day in the midst of a parking lot there on, on the lake, on a dogger lake. Because uh, remember, this is a park. And, um, you know, there's just a little bit remnants of, of an old tree there that we were actually, uh, it's where the pictures are from. So, you know, um, after we completed our ceremony there and we headed back up the lake, how did, where did our aha come about that the... Um, because on the way down the lake, even after our ceremony around this beautiful maple tree with the white pine, it still didn't fully connect. I mean, we, we knew that was big and we held ceremony there. But at some point we had this big aha of this is to represent this tree. And again, you can see it in the pictures that I put up. This is the representation of the new tree of peace. The new tree. And, the, new, yeah. the new tree for, for the new earth, for the new earth divine energies, the new earth. A blueprint for all of humanity um, mm -hmm. to uh, honor each other, honor Mother Earth, um, you know, um, live in peace with all people on the planet. And, and uh, so that that was the representation that that little baby tree growing. I mean, it was just so powerful to see that that where it was. And I, I'm like, my gosh, Pam, I think, uh, you know, th this is just amazing that that we found this for us to see this. We, we stopped, of course, on our journey back to the vehicle. Another, you know, two mile trek back the other way. And um, we had a lot of shares in between. But when we got back to that tree, you know, we, again, we set that intention on behalf of all of humanity. Mm -hmm. we did you know we spoke a lot of forgiveness and we did a lot of clearing down at the other tree uh you know right part of our ceremony as joanne was saying and we know we know we we want to speak here even the two of us we are going to speak that we recognize on behalf of and i am in the profile of the body temple i'm in this lifetime uh obviously uh you all can see what it what it is and i do not have any um, native, any indigenous blood in me this lifetime that I know of. It's this soul. And so many yeah. of just like me uh, and, and Joanne that, you know, we have, we have lived in these lifetimes. I know that I have sat in great council, you know, as, as medicine woman, as chief, as faith keeper. And that's, I hold that in a very sacred way. And, you know, when we hold that in our heart, when we know that in our heart is our truth and we do what we are doing and uh, individually and collectively, and there's so many of you out there, other brothers and sisters who are, who have the same knowing and are doing these, holding these ceremonies and your soul missions in the same way, 
that uh, I want to recognize that, you know, it brings me tears that, you know, what has happened to not just the uh, those here of this great nation that we're speaking of, but all the Native American brothers and sisters. I have lived lifetimes as, you know, part of the, the, the Lakota, the Sioux. I have been uh, Anasazi. I have been out in the great lands of, uh, you know, the Southwest. And I recognize that from my journey last June. It's uh, many, many nations I've been part of, which is why I have this deep, um, this deep mission uh, driven by my heart to help amend, make amends and to help uh, restore peace and tranquility and the truth teachings. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's really, you know, I hold it very deeply and I know Joanne does too. And so again, we recognize for all of those, all the brothers and sisters, all nations across Turtle Island and beyond, uh, we recognize the pain and the suffering, and it was done with intention. You know, the long walks and the the uh, disruption of sacred burial grounds in this modern day with, um, you know, politicians and the greedy corporations that are tearing through lands and laying down these, you know, these, these black snakes uh, pipelines and standing rock and up in Canada and all around. Uh, this These are things that we, you know, get to stand in unity and say no more. Uh, right. We have enough damage, enough destruction to the people and to the land, to the kingdoms. It is time that it is complete and that we start anew. I agree, Pam. We, all kingdoms on, on the planet, on the planet are one. We're connected with, with the birds, with the rocks, with the trees, with all other people. And it is time for us to uh, recognize that and listen to our inner voice, uh, connect with our with the creator energy, and uh, be the stewards to to Mother Earth that um, we were intended to be for um, for generations to come. And and um, this is our mission now. It is. Yep. It should be everyone's mission. The uh, you know the indigenous. Nations teach that uh, what we're doing currently in the now, it is to uh, prepare for the seven generations, the next seven generations. And so the children, and that's a really important part, is to teach the children, uh, you know, these ways. Um, I see so many, certainly in all my years of education, I saw how we really went south with how we how we are teaching and how we are being uh we so many of the academics is on technology books uh all caught up in people's agendas really it's time to teach children the values of um of the indigenous ways of of honoring and respecting one another and the land as we've been saying so I know we've just got a couple minutes left. What I'd like to say is Joanne and I have an, another upcoming adventure. The spirit is calling us and we are really looking forward to that in a short, uh, short time. And we will most likely be sharing our, our ongoing adventure and our big work up in this uh, beautiful space up in the, you know, the land of the Haudenosaunee. Haudenosaunee. Is that Haudenosaunee? So the Seneca, the Mohawk, this confederacy 
is made up of, uh, you know, the varying tribes. I've put some pictures up and you can see the seals of the totems, which have been our helpers. And uh, I would just, I want to thank Joanne for being with me today and presenting and our, our very, um, our very uh, sacred walk. And please check out my Facebook page at Pam Silver Eagle. You see the sacred services that I offer. And I encourage you to reach out and schedule a session with me. I'm doing nature journeys up here in this area where I am currently located. And, uh, you know, it's good healing work, uh, activations, upgrades, frequency upgrades for everyone to assist people moving through their, their ascension process. And, um, you know, also some guidance, soul, and I call it the soul evolutionary uh you know, guidance, mentorship that I'm here to also help those with, uh, those who call. So please look at that. And uh, Joanne, my screen has frozen. I know you're still there. So I want to say thank you, sister. And any final words that we you would like to share, words of wisdom or for, just from your heart, however you want to share? Well, I just want to encourage uh, everyone listening uh, to listen to your heart. Open your hearts, listen to your heart. Um, reach out, be the peacemaker, be the peacemaker, um, reach out to those um, uh, that need help um, and do anything you can to uh, bring education to others about our planet and the importance of um, keeping our waters and our land clean and free of pollution and learn about the indigenous people in your area. They have much to teach you, much to teach you. And that's the important thing right now. We need to listen to the indigenous people of uh -huh. the United States. And, and send love and blessings to all, to all uh -huh. people. And uh, real quick, last thought is we're all moving through these huge shifts. Really important for the self-care. Uh, take time to do things that nourish you. Go places that bring you peace out into Earth Mother and just be uh, of course, okay. help one another, but also take good care of you. you know, what are you putting in your body temple? And uh, you know, are, are you resting, uh, integrating these energies coming in? Call in the frequencies of joy and mm -hmm. uh, breathe into that. So we will see you next week on The Perch. And uh, give lots of gratitude for this moment right here, right now, and all the blessings that are pouring in for all of us, each and every one of us. And uh, no, I, I'm grateful. I am too. Very grateful. Very, very grateful for all the gifts we have on this planet. Blessings to all. Have an amazing day. Don't want the fun to end? Grab more refreshments. Then head over to the Goldilocks Productions YouTube channel. With the huge selection of shows, the fun doesn't have to end. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.